Get down to business. Hey, hey, to defeat hey, 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 the Huns. Hey, hey, Man, hey, hey. that guy is so cute. So Wakunda asked me if he came up to me now and he was married, would I sm- would I like it, go for it? I don't want to use smash anymore. Isn't that rude? What would you want to say? What well, other words? Sma- would you have coitus? Would I have coitus? Would you have coitus? Well, it's very complicated. Like, is he in an open relationship? No, it's not. Close, monogamous, Mulan is like, this is my guy. And they're both happy in their marriage. That's not your business. He doesn't tell you all that. He says, I want you. I want those big Ugandan cheeks on my face. Fair. However, (laughs) this is my karma, bitch. Really? Yeah, probably. You know what? Cheating is just not worth it anymore. Because of karma? Yeah. 100% actually. It used to be, it used to be like, well, fuck them. Like, hey, you mm-hmm. here, I'm here, I want this. But you know you won't be cognizant of your karma in your next life. Ooh. I don't, bitch, the shit I've been dealing with this life. That's true. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> yeah. I willy-nilly killed people in my last life. Mm. I'm not even, I am not even here for it. Yeah, and so now you're really suffering. Yeah. So you, so that's nice. So you're trying to pay it forward. You're living good now and paying it forward for the future. I am. But I also think that there's just negative energy in it. Like, you know, I've had relationships that were not healthy or by the book or whatever it is. I didn't win. Nobody wins. So Mm -hmm. no. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Alrighty. Well, should we start? Alrighty. Let's jump right in. Hey, girls and gays. Hey, girls and gays. (gasps) Hey, girls and gays. (laughs) Almost missed it. Caught it. Welcome back to another episode of As Heard What As Heard. Where we close the gap between who we are and who we want to be. And where we are and where we want to be. So as you heard from the um intro, this is gonna be a chit chatty episode. And who are you? I'm Mukundwa, your host. <laughs> and I'm Nyakwezi, your co-host with the most. I'm dead. So this is gonna be a very chit-chatty episode. We're trying out a format of getting listeners to send in questions and just discussion topics and us just to chat about them. Mm. And then we're going to get some of our guests on in future episodes if this does well and if we get um, a positive response. If you like this format, let us know. If you don't, also let us know um, so that... Well, I don't know yet. I don't know <laughs> if I'll take your feedback, but let, let us know. Please do. Honesty is the best policy. Honesty is the best policy, Yes. <laughs> Alrighty. Alrighty. I think I want to start with talking about... Do you know what my issue is with this episode? Like, I quickly went through some of the questions. And, like, your listeners are thinkers. Like, it's not just simple things like, what's your favorite food? Man, it's existential shit. I love it. No, it's fantastic. Yeah, it's a lot. Like, I was like, hey, guys, what do you want to talk about? And someone's like, the femicide in South Africa. I was like, oh, 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 listen, sis. (laughs) I mean, like, pop culture. (laughs) Um, who would you rather be your priest at your wedding? Ooh. Azealia Banks or who's, who's erratic? Erratic. Azealia Banks or Kanye? Kanye. I'd rather have Kanye. Really? Yeah, I think Kanye, I don't know much about Azealia and I only know stuff from the stories you tell me. <laughs> when I burst <laughs> in, I'm like, Azealia insulted someone else. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and um, I know that Kanye's a Gemini. Yes. Which means his madness, I'll kind of like rationalize in my head. Mm-hmm. And I think he's really genuine. Mm-hmm. And I've watched one interview with him and he's actually really smart underneath yeah. all of the shit that he does. So I'd enjoy it. Like if he's really into it, I think yeah. he'll do a good job. I think both of look, Azealia also is a Gemini. Ooh. Yeah. So, well, who would you rather be the caterer at your like handing like putting out the yeah. the helpings, Azealia Banks or Kanye? Who do you think would have more? 
you know when someone's like oh and a second piece of chicken and then the person dishing has to have the presence of mind to be like look at the queue you can't have a second piece yet who do you think would control that process better I think Azelia would would <laughs> not she wouldn't hold back that second piece of chicken but she'd look into your eyes and be like I understand why you need another piece of chicken. I think she would be a response. Yeah. But but then again, I don't know her like you know her. I just feel like, yeah. I think she's, she would be responsible. I just think it would end up in a fight. She'd be like, like it would just escalate so quickly. It'd be like, your motherfucking coon ass can't have a piece of chicken. Like it would just (laughs) so quickly get so violent. So would she appreciate, would she appreciate your wedding? Ooh. Yeah, you know, it depends on... It's not her to me. I would need to make sure I'm zen because if I back chat, it ends there. Oh my God. Someone's leaving without an eyeball or like tracks missing out their hair. Or unmarried. How are you wearing your hair for your wedding, by the way? I've heard a lot of people aren't doing afros. Aren't doing afros? Yeah, like I asked um, one of our friends, I was like, she has the same hair length as us, yeah. which is, um, how many, like three centimeters. I asked if they do a wash and go and she bitch, said, yours, no. is, yours is half a centimeter. <laughs> Don't even try to long hair bitch on this. No, please. I said, yeah, no, I have short hair. Um, she won't do a wash and go. A wash and go means, you know how I do it? When I go in the shower and I don't like dry it at all. Yeah. So wouldn't you do it? And you know how, when you, after you come out of the shower, your hair's pretty even. It's only once you start yeah. drying it. Yeah. Wouldn't you go to your wedding like that? Like Oh, well, when you ask, the first thing, hair. I'm definitely growing out an afro. It'll definitely be another color and it will be wild. Oh, okay. I'm not doing the straightening and curling. But why aren't you doing a short hair look like this? It's not a vibe. So to me, this isn't... So I want to do what feels like nice. Like when I... Mm-hmm. Whatever I do with my hair, but it feels nice. So to me, this isn't nice yeah. per se. Like if we were going to go out, I'd do something a little bit to it. Maybe make sure it's messy evenly or something. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, what are you going to do for yours? I've never thought about my wit. Um, well, I know what I'll do for yours. I'll come with a wash and go. I'm coming I, with this hair. I love it. I love it. Will you dye it? Not necessarily. Will Is there budget? Will you give the, the guest budget? Well, look, for, you're, you're my bridesmaid, so you'll be in that aubergine dress with green trimmings. Uh, literally all my... my I've, I've had this dream since mm. I was little. So whatever matches that, if it's plain hair, fine. But yeah. you have to do a wild eye, and yes, I'll provide budget. I'll probably. Own the I wig. might want to feel a bit hoish. I might just do a, a la- like a lace a lace wig, that like sweeps the low my lower back. I feel like being like a whore on your do wedding you know day. That would be so good. In fact, yeah. I'll pay for it. It needs to be either Brazilian or Indian hair. No, it's a South African wig. No, you're not. It's going to be China more. You're not. <laughs> We're not China Mall. Um, Listen, what's that little shop? First of all, Midrash? I'm gonna get married in the tropics where humidity is gonna fuck that plastic yeah. up. Oh no, humidity does the things with hair. That's what needs to be real hair. No, no, no. Oh gosh, we don't know. I just know. Yeah, I'm not a fan of the wigs here, and I feel like we're not having honest conversations True. about essay wigs. Well, let's go into the first user um, <laughs> input. User listener input. Li- user sorry, sorry. A drug. <laughs> Get your daily fix. And I said what I said. I said what I said. Alrighty. So someone said, um, we should discuss why Africans are afraid of African spirituality, but aren't afraid of other spiritualities. This is so problematic. Can I start? Please start, baby girl. So I was in Uganda a few weeks ago, and I know this sounds ridiculous, but I've never known... Uganda to have its own unique culture (laughs) um and I've never been appreciative of my roots 
And because all the nicest food I like from, for example, in Uganda, chapati, samosas, Indian influence. Yeah. The clothes, those aren't our textiles that we wear. No. Um, yes. So I was at this wedding and this woman said she's a historian. Mm-hmm. And so I asked her, I said, well, what, what were we like before the Christians, the good Christians um, rocked up? And she was telling me how we used to have our own spiritualities. Um, we had over, definitely over like 50 practices. Basically each tribe or each clan had its own spiritual practice. Clan is now smaller than tribe, hey? Do you think? Yeah. Clan. You have clans within tribe. How does so it start? Clan name. It's, oh, it's so it's tribe and clan. Tribe. Correct. Okay. Each um, tribe yeah. had its own, we have our own totems and um, our own spiritual practices. So we had our own gods or had our own processes before Christianity. Mm. And our grandparents, my grandparents, were the first to convert to Christianity. So really it's a new thing in Uganda. But the way um, Christian... The way this like puritanical culture has wiped through Uganda so quickly, it's like torn through us like a tornado, um, where a lot of our practices have been dulled down and not used anymore and vilified so quickly Mm -hmm. across like two, three generations. It's heartbreaking. We used to have all this beadwork. I didn't know we did stuff like that. We had beadwork. We had dances. We had songs. We had um, our own shamans. I don't even know what that beadwork looks like. I don't even know if my aunts can describe it to me. I don't know when the last time they saw it was. It was banned by Christianity. So it is unfortunate that we are so um, kind of scared and wary of witch doctors, witches, magic, spiritual practices. And I think a lot of people's justification is that, well, we used to, there was either cannibalism or we, uh, we meaning African cultures used to sacrifice people. But Christianity moved mad too. Like your own, your actual God sent a flood to kill you. Like the head of your society, the head, mm. I was going to say the head of your Ponzi scheme. No, no, the head. Well, can you know, like the head, the head hoe literally try to kill you. Yeah. So it is very within like human histories to have murder and bloodshed as like ritual. You're so right. Like how quickly or easily we forget, we, they mm. forget. I mean, there are so many stories in the Bible of people acting like absolute barbarians. Cutting baby, almost cutting babies open as a teehee from God, like stopping you last minute, which means it was normal for God to ask you to sacrifice your baby. Like, what? God is Azealia Banks back in the day. <laughs> Old Testament God was Azealia. Oh, she back. She back. Fully. Like, yeah. being like, okay, wait, kill your son so you can show me how much you love me. JK, JK. Okay. Teehee, <laughs> 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 hey, um, I'm going to give three of you some money to invest. And no, what, what, wasn't yeah, God. That it. was that was one of the, that was like the manager of the no, farm. No, wasn't it God? No, no, God didn't give them the, mon- the talents. It was oh. like the manager. Okay. <laughs> so the manager's <laughs> like, hey guys, here's some money, three of you. I'm going to give you one round, you five round, you 10 round. See you in a week. Then when he comes back, the bitch with 10 round was like, guess what? Invested your coins. Here's 15. And the manager was like, oh my God, that's so cute. Thank you. The person who invested five was like, guess what? It wasn't, he didn't invest. The one who was, had five, I think went and spent it on like hoes or something. Oh, really? Not on No, hose. no, no. I think that's Just like a lie. on shit, like on makeup or whatever. For, for real, for real. He yeah, actually spent w- it. One of them spent the money. There was okay. nothing left. One of them invested the money, brought back more. And then the, the other The third one, one buried it. Buried it. And, and it was like, here's your one rand. And yeah. he was like, word for this. You will get nothing. You will, you will be nothing. You will be dust, bitch. So the, the violence in 
humanity is mm-hmm. there. It's not necessarily African. Yeah. So yeah, I am. I, I have the same question. I don't know why we do. That. It's really tragic. Um, homophobia yeah. is very much a Christian thing. Very much. The, do you know that even um, I don't know if it was Ugandan or it was African somewhere. Somehow I learned mm-hmm. that people that were either homosexual or were um. Not trans, but they, they hold both genders. Yes, yes, yes. So non-gender conforming. They were, um, like, I'm using all the wrong words, but like amplified in society. What's the yeah. word? Like lifted up in yes, society yes, yes. and were special and were actually like, you would go to them for advice or they were magical or that, you know what I mean? They, they Respected had, and had they positions. were, but there was something special about people that didn't conform to gender and that were, um, homosexual. Yeah. They were recognized that we have a lot of source. So they were like, yeah. yeah, actually you guys are saucy. Let's come to you. The straights know nothing. And they knew that. Yeah. And in Hawaii, I mean, Janet Mark talks about it in her book being, oh, there's a beautiful word for it, but being like between two genders kind yeah. of. Um, so Christianity has really done a, a number, you know, it's just mm-hmm. done a number. Um, and even the laws, so Uganda is, there's a law called kill the gays informally, and they're trying to, that was a, the law that was introduced some years back, and then America just cut off coins. And so Uganda was like, JK, yeah. we won't, we won't install this law, but they're trying to put it back now. And that is, it is building on a law that the British bought. So, yeah, yeah so I don't know. I don't know. Don't know. And I almost feel like the ball is rolling so fast now that even the people that want to get off it don't quite know how to without being ostracized from their entire families, without losing everything, without having no social connection. Like, mm. like imagine deciding, mm, nah. I don't know. want to be homophobic. I don't want to be it's homophobic. Hard. And also, what did my ancestor believe in? And is it, tr- like, is hell really a real place? Like, I mean, Where what is this start? Where Literally, where are the resources to know about our, our, our yeah. cultural heritage? You're just not allowed to think. And that's part of the, the damage that Christianity did was it, it shamed people for questioning thinking. and for thinking. So Africans stopped thinking and now they're in the shit. I know. And I will, I will just say this is not sponsored, but what I do like about Nishun Buddhism. <laughs> sponsored. I know. <laughs> not sponsored is that, um, it's so it's encouraged that you question and you ask and you think and you challenge, um, which is really cute. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, that's a cute vibe. Yeah. Um, I haven't done. I'm definitely not at the point where I'm interested in studying the practice further than what I'm doing now, which is the chanting. So essentially, the praying. I just do the praying. I don't actually read. Um, but that's encouraged. It's encouraged that you like understand why we say, um, do this how we how we do it like really search seek understand yeah. rather than like questioning means dissent yeah yeah so um yeah that's true because the idea is that you actually need to know for yourself like yeah. genuinely and i've been in another religion where that was encouraged but it was like question 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 as long as this is your final answer so it's really nice to have it to feel like no 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 you've really got you've got to interrogate life yeah i love that i think this is a great time to slip and slide into the next question. Yes, let's do it. Do you want to pick one? Oh my God, yeah. I want to pick one. Can you hear that? It's real live paper questions. How do you tackle being undermined? So you- I, I think I have context just to add. Oh, I yeah. have a feeling I had a conversation with this person. They're at work and they're, they're black. They're older black women at work and they, because of their age, yeah. you know the thing of like older black women are aunties, there is an undermining that goes on. Shit. Um, what did I used to do? So when I would be in those, when I was in the working world, in the ghetto, um, I used to, I would absolutely, I would schmooze and I, I would play the, you know, the person, I'd get everyone on my side. So do what I need to do to get the aunties on my side. 
first of all, know where my bread is being buttered from. Yes. Right? And then, like, I'd figure out the plan. Which aunties do I need to help me get closer to the top? Which, you know what I mean? And then, it's just chess. Um, mm. And then, and play into there. And you see, it's it's a whole lot of, yeah, it's fake and it's false. But as long as it doesn't compromise my um, my sense of self and my my sense of integrity. So, mm. I mean, I might over compliment someone but i won't lie to them i won't tell them like how beautiful their teeth are when everybody knows their teeth are rotten like i'll pick on something else you know and um and and form a bond with them that way but anyway i choose i make them allies somehow somehow um uh, so that i am safe i like that and i can get to the top yeah i like that so i think prioritize find out what your priority is if your priority is to um be authentic at work then push back and make those enemies and keep going um if you're um <laughs> Yeah, if your intention is really you're trying to climb the ladder, use them. Mm-hmm. It's all a game. Just really like is. decide. Because you know what, sweetie? They're using you because they can't stomp down maybe at home or wherever other environment. And now here you are at the bottom of the ladder as far, or the pile as far as they're concerned. So they stomp on you. So to them, they're also using you. So honey, yeah. honey. And don't take it personally. They really hate their lives and their jobs. Yeah, and um, that's, true. that's not a personal attack on them. That's that most people hate their lives and hate their jobs and mostly hate their lives because of their jobs. Yeah. Um, Nyaki did say, she said, when I used to work the ghetto, everything's the ghetto. All kinds of work is the ghetto. Yeah. So we're all slaves. We just have a different um, flavor of slavery, <laughs> essentially, which is a realization I've had recently. Do you want um, to talk about that a bit? Yeah. 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 I think, so I used to have a business and then I decided, oh my gosh, I never want to work for myself again. All the stuff I thought it was, which is more money, more free time, more control, is completely the opposite. I said I wanted to work for other people. So I went and worked for other people. Then I realized I don't really like working for people that are... I don't want to work for a boss who's more of a moron than me. Um, Whoever's the least moronic should be the boss. (laughs) And that's not how that worked. I found out that um, at workplaces, you're not rewarded for your hard work. You work overtime. Often you're not paid. You go over and above, you're not paid. But if you're late by 15 minutes or 30, the minute mm. it ticks over 31, we deduct. The minute you're, you can't be sick more than two days a, a month, but all your extra work isn't seen. Mm. And then they also expect you to invest in their business as if it were their own. So I was like, okay, this is truly ghetto. I'm going to work for myself. I'm going to be a freelancer because I, I don't want all those things. Now I'm a freelancer because I didn't want a boss. Now I have 50 bosses. If I have 13 orders on Fiverr, I have 13 bosses. I just worked with somebody who made the wrong order and then refused to like pay for it. And so when I were fighting, you know, it, I have so many bosses now. Yeah. And I thought many I'd of have, whom are idiots, many of who are morons. Yes. Morons. I have much less free time. I work Monday to Sunday. So all year. Um, and so realizing that all work is slavery, but just you kind of pick, it's like a deli section. Do you want to slave with cheese and ham or with tomato and like prosciutto? Yeah. You just pick. Yeah. And so my goal, I realized I'm not trying to work. I'm not really, hmm. I'm being mindful of what careers am I entering where I'm just, the 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 more I the more money I make and the more I get and the more success I want, the harder I have to work. Mm. Um, there's a direct correlation with some jobs, not with all of them though, but with some there is. Mm. Um, and I, it, it's, it's a complex one. I mean, I want, do I want this podcast to reach heights? Yes. Do I want to brand myself so that I can do really cool stuff um, socially, on social media, digitally? Yes. But what does that require? 
more of myself. It requires me to brand my authenticity, to package my authenticity. You're never not working. You look at yeah. your faves online. They're always Snapchatting, posting. You're constantly thinking about how you're being consumed. Mm-hmm. Isn't surely an eight to five better? Like you get a switch off, you get a complaint, you get a push back against a boss and you are paid regardless of how good or bad you are within mm-hmm. reason. Um, whereas when you're a freelancer, you eat as much as you earn, yeah, as much, which is as much as you work. So really just, I'm looking around me and seeing other freelancers and they're overworked, um, and a bit stressed, especially if it's digital. So I'm Mm -hmm. just thinking about, you know, what is the optimum for me? Mm. Um, and I really am looking at, which I don't know that it's stable, but I did mention this in the podcast before that hypergamy isn't a joke. Like the quickest way to not have to work and to secure your future and your family's future is really just to marry into someone who's has generational wealth mm-hmm. that they've also probably not worked for. Um, and we talked about the ins and outs in the last episode. So I think just go listen to that if you have more questions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But uh, what do you think? Is that a, is that a viable? Should I, in the same way, I plan my podcasts, I plan like my moves strategically. Should I plan my marriage? Should I be like, oh my God, okay, I need to bag a Saudi Um, king. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. Do you reckon? I do because for me, I just know that first of all, number one, know your priorities, then plan according to those. Uh So if your priorities aren't money or whatever, then fine, don't, don't, don't. But if they are, and if you know how you want to end up, then don't allow you, don't hang out where bums are. Don't. Because you're going to meet a bum who has the same interests as you, who is sensitive, who is thoughtful, who looks you in the eye and you're going to be like, fuck, now I'm in love. Oh, okay. So keep dating, but elevate the, the spaces yeah. to reflect my my outcome. Just be smart about it. Because I always say, I know, and I know me, I know me from like watching how I move. I will fall in love with anything, anyone, mm. any level. Mm. I will fall in love. <laughs> so instead of hanging around the gutter, let me go to the palace. Let me go to the oval room at the top. And hang and up then, there. Yeah. See who comes. Because I will fall in love with someone there. Guaranteed. Interesting. Yeah. So do you also believe, is that important for you? I know when you have a partner, like a long-term partner, you want them to be financially stable. Money, money, money. But there's a big difference between financially stable. Money. <laughs> financially stable and like, we are retired essentially now. Do you want the we are retired essentially now money? Yes. Oh, do you want me to... <laughs> I'm just what, There's so, nothing more to say. Uh, yes, I want. I don't want the. I don't want us both to now be waking up. Do you know what I mean? Yes, the both of you hustling. Yeah. So we hustle, but and because we hustle, we manage to be like, no. Uh, mm. I want because that's where I'm going. So this is what I'm trying to build for myself in my life. Is that true? Like that. Reti- I want to retire now. Now, like that true. What I would call financial freedom, where I'm not exchanging time for money. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'll work out what those structures look like, but that's what I want. So I don't want someone in my life where now I, I'm hampered because they are rooted because they need to physically perform to get money. No, 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 mm. no, that, no, it's, it's re- that retirement, retirement vibes. That's what I'm, I think so. Hey, I think yeah. if I'm going to actually marry, then it has to, cause I can be in love for free, but I think if I'm going to marry, it has to, <laughs> Did you guys hear the speech? I didn't even get. She said, "I didn't even get a cactus." That that, oh that absolute gerbil <laughs> didn't knock even, him out. Didn't even raise a finger to buy her a tic tac. Nothing. I know. And then he messages being like, "Oh well, you know, I should come around and give you a nyak pizza. Like, pizza. Pizza. I asked for a cactus, <laughs> and that was a third of the price back then. 
not gonna come in here with pizza. Uh, that shit. No, it's too late. Cha. Let's book another one. Oh, someone said, um, I don't have the courage to fully pursue what I want. That's on my my mind at the moment. Ooh. Um. I would. I think that. I was thinking about this, and I have a feeling. Whether you pursue your dreams and try and try and try and uh, you're just like a workaholic or you really throw yourself into work or whatever project you do, or you're too scared to try and you never, you feel like you never amount to anything career wise. I think both will still be a life well spent. I think both you'll still have, life will still pass and you'll probably still have a good time. So I think regardless of how you spend your, your career, or not, I think you'll still enjoy yourself. Mukundua, that is beautiful. That, uh, that actually, that is really profound. And I think it's the only caveat that I'd put there is if you decide to. So mm. it, it will, wherever you are will only be, if you decide not to pursue this massive dream and you decide to be in, the, in a stable job or whatever it is, you can decide that you will enjoy your life. And life will bring you opportunities to do that. And because time will pass. Yeah. I think it's not feeling exactly. Yeah. And don't feel bad. You don't have um, the courage because honestly, that probably reflects that you don't have the range and that's okay. Okay. (laughs) 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 Okay. You know what? I mean, you got, (laughs) is it not? I mean, really, if Um... you don't have the courage, that means you don't have the ability right now. And that's fine. What's painful is you wanting something you clearly can't do right now because if you could you wouldn't be like you'll when you're ready you do it if the only way to know if you're gonna do it is when you find yourself doing it there's no other way okay guys i'm telling you now listen we're not all action robots like you man so i don't i don't think it's so i i the essence of what you're saying i agree with but that whole like that if you don't if you're not doing it you don't have the ability no no no, no, i have the range okay so i I think also interrogate what your dream is. I used to have one big dream. It was my passion. Mm. That shit fucked me up because nothing else ever amounted to good enough. Mm-hmm. Everything else I tried to do was always in the interim before I could do my passion. Mm-hmm. My life just became this in-between phase. Like my house I was never home. It was. It always looked like I was either moving in or moving out. Um, I was never happy in my jobs or never fully happy. Um, I would be happy in my studies. I did architecture and I'd, and I'd find myself happy. But then remember, I should have been doing music and everything, you know, went downhill. You know what I mean? Like it would always mm. catch me up. So I think also be careful about what your like big dream is and what it means to you and why. And then, and then I think if you and then th- there's this, also this conception or misconception that, you know, it's all or nothing. But there are small ways to live your dream mm-hmm. every day. So, like, just, I would say, break it down till it's, like, smallest molecule and see what can I do today that is living my dream. Mm-hmm. Because many todays equal the tomorrow of your dreams, the tomorrow that you want. But, like, every day spent living as you are today will mean in a hundred days you'll be exactly where you are today, most likely. Maybe a little bit forward. So, you, you know what I mean? Like, so, I hear that. Just, yeah, demystify it. Make it a small, much, break it down to the smallest pieces of what it is yeah. and start. If you think it's courage that you see, it's because, but uh, Mukunda's right though. If I'm too scared to be, you know, a big ass singer, you know, Nicki Minaj or whatever. Oh it's my because God, I, she said Nicki Minaj. Come on, are you so out of touch? Not Nicki Minaj. I was thinking, I was going to say just Beyonce think, take, and take I thought a, say, Take a pause, just <laughs> think. Okay. Take a breath. <laughs> no, in a nice way. Now I sound like a bully. You no, do. I just mean that just, 
Just let yourself, let it come to you. Which let it singer come to me. Would Which like singer to would I like to be? Sam Smith. Okay. So. Excellent. <laughs> Nikki got so excited. She's literally red. She has some I'm red in my, I'm red from my neck, guys. She's red from her back. I don't have the range to be Sam Smith right now. You're right. But I do have the range to do my little, to release my little, little thingy yeah. on SoundCloud for free. Yes. That no, I don't need to tell anyone about. Like, they are baby Absolutely. steps. They are baby steps. I agree. And that's what I mean. If you're scared to do it, you don't have the range. And that's okay. Capitalism, we it makes us want to reach for the biggest of the thing. Mm. If I want to be a singer, it must be on Mariah's that's level. Right. No, maybe sometimes you just sing at your local pub How every Saturday. How can you say Mariah and then you call me out of touch <laughs> to saying Nicki Minaj? <laughs> what are these young people? Uh, Ariana Grande. Ariana Grande. Or your grandi. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I just think it's okay. Why are we not okay with not having the range? Mm-hmm. Why does that say? And I'm asking you. That's true. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm asking you. We why are we so. We're seasoning you. We're barbecuing you. I'm asking you, why is it not okay for us to say, I don't have the range to be a millionaire? I don't have the range yeah. to do that job because I would be on the logical steps if I did. What I do have the range to do, I am already doing. That's it. It's because I think it's because the stories and the the dreams that we're sold are they're just like they're truncated. Like we're only ever sold the end. Like it's only ever gotta be a millionaire. It's not you know do like how well are you doing right now? And that's really really good. Yeah. And it's not like okay, I'm gonna be self sufficient or I'm gonna start a, a YouTube channel. And post a video every week. Like, it's not those things. Mm, Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. It's all these end goal things. It's, it's like these mega highlight reels of like the Kim Kardashians who have generational wealth behind them or oil yeah. money. I don't know how they have their oil money. Oil money, God. <laughs> no, they don't have oil money yet. Okay, well. I hear that. And I think I've been doing that for myself too, is realizing, listen, guys. So if you're 10 in your friend group and all 10 of you want to be millionaires, <laughs> Have you crunched the number? Have you gone on Google? Have you crunched the numbers? Have you divided millionaires divided by 7 billion people and seen what the percentages are? Because I think sometimes we say we want to be a millionaire. Then I ask, well, okay, cool. And what do you want to do? Yeah. I, I just really want a house in Hawaii, two bedroom. Oh, okay. So you don't actually want to be a millionaire. You know, you don't have to be a millionaire to have a two bed house in Hawaii. Right. Oh, I want to, you know, I just want to go on a private plane once. You know, you can just like, there's an app for that. You can save up and actually just like rent a plane for an hour. Like you actually, there's so much we can achieve without being the highest yeah. and the biggest and the best. Yeah. And those dreams waste a lot of our time. They really do. Lying to yourself wastes time. What, are the, what is that about? Like who fucking, like, where did that come from? Hmm. Cause I'm really thinking about it for myself. Like, what do I actually want? I think I know what I want, but it's glamorous. And am I willing to do the work? And am I willing to have the equal fallout? Yeah. Um, and I'm, I'm actually not. I was watching Jackie Aina and I, I love her. She's amazing. And I was just seeing the kind of work. I mean, it looks fun. Like, yeah, yeah I want that. I'll reset makeup. That's fun. Okay. I could do it. She's been doing YouTube for, and mind mm. you, I was like, I'll do YouTube for a year and just see where it takes me. Mm. She's been doing it for a decade. A decade. Literally so, 10 years. Yeah, it's like we have to be married to the process of yeah. whatever it is we're trying to achieve. Yeah. If I'm not married to the process of becoming a millionaire, yeah. my dali, forget the millions. Yeah. For, for, forgive and forget. Better, easier you do is marry rich. There you go. It's <laughs> like, if you weren't born <laughs> you rich, the million, yeah. then the only way you're going to have the millions into, without, working. without working for it is to marry rich. Like, where else are going to come from? Literally, unless you are like a man or like white and you scam, you know? You're a scammer in a, in a bank. 
You could yeah. probably make some. Oh yeah, and you won't get locked away because the government will bail you out. Yeah. As they do. Ooh. Next question. Or next topic. Oh. Jeez. Someone said, oh, okay, I asked, what's preoccupying your mind? And they said, I'm going bold. And I purchased clippers and I'm terrified, but I also don't want to be attached to my hair. This is an important one. Yeah. This person's black. And the way black people are obsessed mm. with length. Well, is it black or black American? No, black. Well, about oh, growth. that's true. Like, does our hair grow? It might be black American. Here I know it is definitely um, internalized racism about having long hair because that's never mattered. Like the huh. the way our hair grows, it grows up, not down. But it's only with relaxing that the, the long hair craze came in. I remember when my oh. cousin had... Our straight, straight hair cousin. Yes. Um, long, long hair, almost natural hair, almost down to, you know, like her shoulder blades. Wow, big achievement. But like, where did that come from? Hmm. I would say the preoccupation of length, ha- I would I, I would like to see it, as Monique says, <laughs> because I don't see people taking the necessary measures. I, 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 I don't even know if I would say that's a thing I feel in Joburg or yeah. SA. Really? No. The amount of people who are so willing to become edgeless by bad braid technicians. That's because they want fake length quickly. You think braids are like a length, a length In preoccupation? A, for some, 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 really? yeah, some it's, it's pro, it's like Afrocentric and like these, this is another cool thing I can do with my hair. Some it's protective styles and very aware of the African, um, like perk of like having our African hair and being able to do braids. But I know for me, when I, when I was a kid, it was definitely a quick way to get long hair. Definitely. But do you think that's a that? But I'm talking about, S- like, I don't. But even the styles, we have those thin, thin braids. And oh, it's do you Yeah, man, really? Yes, 100%. Because okay. that's not okay. good for your hair. So it's not coming from a conscious place. Oh, I don't know that conscious. Um, I think we do a lot of things that are bad for us. And I don't know if I could say they always attach to I, I guess my experience is that the anti-blackness is, hmm, I think it's expressed differently on the continent and then yeah. definitely in SA yeah. and Uganda, which is about neatness and not really anti-blackness in Uganda because we don't have a wide population. Yeah. Um, okay. And, and for... But in Uganda, they don't do those skinny ass braids. The braids are bigger there. It's like Maasai. Mm. They don't have those, you know which ones I mean? Those I do. Singles. I just don't think that people wear, people... If there's an interest in leaning towards like a Eurocentric Bonang um, glam look, that's like wigs. I really don't think that's braids for the gals. Okay, so it used to be. Oh, okay, before before the oh, big right. before wig culture was big and weave culture. Yes, definitely it was those thin braids. I remember when they okay. came out at once. Everyone was doing them, and everyone's hair was falling out. <laughs> um. So yeah, yeah, being bold. It's interesting. We I know someone who's going bold, and they're really overwhelmed, and. I think we have a big issue with ageism in our just society, globally mm. ageism. And so I think it's totally attached. I think being a black woman, it complicates things. I think we are, the jokes we have about, you know, you wear your edges or, I don't know, snatched, all these things mm. make it harder. Um, I'm sorry, that's your experience. It's, it's, it's going to be hard. And I think, yeah, you're probably going to have to divest from a lot of, beauty standards and mm. standards of femininity and age mm. um because i see you are a young person uh yeah balding is not easy and i had a friend who's also he had pattern boldness and he was just really overwhelmed and embarrassed uh and there's just nothing worse than feeling shame about your body so i'm yeah. so sorry it's yeah. not nice at all I'm sorry. yeah mm. i know i mean 
it's on a very small scale compared to what you're going through. Like I've got, I think it's traction is attraction alopecia on the sides of my head. Mm. Um, and like me, and I only discovered it when I cut my dreadlocks off. Cause, um, yeah, somehow they were hiding that. And so now when I cut my hair short, there was just like these two bold patches on the side of my head. And for a while I just thought I look so ugly. Like it was, I've, mm. I haven't felt, yeah, I haven't felt ugly in years. And then I thought, thank God for the slum flower because she has traction alopecia and she would always post traction alopecia, but still a 10. And like, she really just posts, you know, with full on makeup or whatever and specifically or intentionally showing her bold spots and which really helped me just like bounce back really quickly. Yeah. Um, and so now then, then I resisted like cutting my hair, you know, like short sides and, you know, Afro on top just because I, as an act of hiding and now, just like in the last couple of days, I just feel like, fuck it. I'm going to do whatever I want to do, whatever I need to do to feel great about mm-hmm. myself. And I'm not going to force myself to look at bold spots and go, you're beautiful, you're beautiful. I'm going to cut them off. I want to shave the sides of my head so that I don't have to see it if I don't want to. Do you know what I mean? Like, okay. I'm just going to work it for me, whatever I need to do for me, but making sure that I've I've accepted me anyway, Um, that I've, and this is, again, it's not, you know, trying to tell you what to do, you know, mm-hmm. this person that's, cause I, I really don't know what that feels like, but like, I've just had to find my way of coping and decide how am I going to, what's the quickest way towards me feeling great. Yeah. And and that's the route I'm going to take. I love that Nikki. Yeah. I love that. And I think, um, often with the worst thing a woman can be is ugly. Mm-hmm. That's how, you know, so when we we gain weight, when we're, I don't know, fatter, when we're ugly in the face or whatever, unconventionally attractive, that's scary. Yeah. Um, and so you'll have to divest from that. And that's exciting though. I think I'd also follow a lot of women who, um, are, see themselves as art pieces and as fun more than like objects of desire. Yeah. And I think we mentioned, we mentioned the whole bunch on our, are you ugly episode? Yeah. So go listen to that. But yeah, you need to think when you think of ugliness on whose terms, right. there's a beautiful poem that goes, how can you think you're imperfect when there's only one you? Which is true, like, you've got no other standard, so how how do you know? Who are you to say? Wow, there actually is no other standard. Hmm. You are the standard for you. You are the standard. Period. If your boobs hang low, who are you to say they should hang differently? Yeah. You are you. Yeah. Are you mad? Like, uh-uh. Like, yeah. Please. Imagine, imagine if an orchid looked at a rose and went, fuck. <laughs> Dude, How crazy. I only have three petals. I'm sure the aliens are watching us and laughing, being like, oh, these yeah. whores oh, are yeah. so worried about pubes on yeah. their heads. Like, like first for real. of all, these whores have an ozone around their fucking planet. I know. Which means they have water, which means they have oxygen, which means they have donuts. We <laughs> have, have donuts. donuts. Uh, Bitch. Okay. Yeah. So this next person says, is there such a thing as abnormal or unhealthy sex fantasy? What do you think? I think this, the unhealthy sex is sex that's not consensual. Otherwise, I think all sex that's consensual and necessary for your pleasure or healing is fine. So I've heard of, okay, trigger warning. You want to go forward maybe five minutes. Trigger warnings, we're going to talk about assault. Um, I've heard of people who, when they've been sexually assaulted, rape fantasies and violent sex helps them heal. And so some one might say, okay, no, that's unhealthy. But if that's for their healing and so they have to recreate the conditions, but on their terms is what it is. So, no, I don't think there's such a thing as unhealthy. I think it's non-consensual because then that becomes, um, you know, violence, rape, illegal. Yeah. Uh, mm. Yeah. 
Yeah, I like that. I like that. And I would say that, um, cause I have been thinking about it a lot as well. Like people that, all the fantasies about like gang banging and so on. Yes. Don't. And then I heard on another podcast, they were talking about, um, oh, them and their partner and they were reenacting, um, like a violent, um, sexual interaction, but they were so, so like clear about how consensual everything was they talked about what it would be like so you are the baddie and you break into my home mm. um, but you're like you're the cute uh, robber and you know what I mean so the, it's all very clear and above board so I would say like even with um, like fantasies like that can be something that's incorporated into one's fantasy like on their own is the consent yeah so that you're not just fantasizing about um, oh. assault or just about rape oh, but really? it's like yeah to be like oh my god okay like so now I'll, I'll be with my partner and then we'll like <laughs> then, then you'll consensually I'm, rape me Ooh, yeah like uh. I, I'll play this role and then I, I'm really I'm not I know it sounds it sounds mad but if you just like because I'm just thinking if you just fantasize about like you know raping a cute person along the road like it's just not I think that that can just lead to more problematic things but hmm, if you train yourself to to make consent sexy as well I think that's healthy. Even if you're the subject, like, you know, oh, a guy breaks in and just rapes me in, in your mind or whatever. Like, just to change, just switch that up to make it healthy. That's so interesting. Interesting. I hear that. And I understand your concern. If for me, part of the sexiness is I relinquish a level of consent. So the consent is that we're going to have sex and it's going to be violent sex, rape adjacent or like rape. Yeah. Um, you then doing things to me in the act is part of the fantasy is me feeling like I have no control because I didn't yes. when I was probably assaulted. And let's forget people yeah. who've been assaulted in the past okay. because we still, um, there is a penchant for violent sex. Uh, we see that online. Mm. We see that with my tastes uh, on my history, but with a lot of folks too, like the kind of porn you watch is a lot of mainstream porn. It used violent sex or aggressive um, sex really used to be a, a fringe thing mm. but now when you go onto porn sites it's not like vanilla stuff first it really is just immediately like double anal to stuff that's really intense mm. um let's ask this Nyak, building on from what you said okay someone said this white guy i had sex with wanted to reenact rape i wonder if this is because i'm black or if it's a rape fantasy maybe he's a racist and you need to like dump him kidding Yaki, so de- what's wrong? Yak is so deflated. I have no time for whites that like just like slip in their like sub sub messaging of their racism. But they are racist, so what should they do? White people need sex too. They do they have hands? Ooh, ooh. She told you. Like, yeah, no, I don't think room should be ma- okay, okay. Let me let me listen to that question with an open frame of mind. I'll say it again. Thank you. This white guy I fucked wanted to reenact rape. I wonder if it's because I'm black or if it's his rape fantasy. Well, look, you'll always wonder unless you ask, but I think... um, True. More than that, like, are you concerned? Is that a problem? And which one would you be okay with? But I don't understand how... Where where does the race come in there? Like, Oh, this thing of white men dominating black women. Black women are seen as these, like, sexually aggressive, like, creatures, and they just want to, like, get a taste. Yeah. Ugh, I'm just so unimpressed. Um, by him. Mm. Or yeah. by no by it. By it in my mind. Um, yeah, I think I agree with Mukundua. Speak about it. Speak about if it. If you care, if you don't care. If you don't care not. but you don't like it, then say no. Oh yeah. And if you don't care but you do enjoy it, then fine, go with it. But I think if there's any any dissonance within your gut about it, definitely speak it just speak about it. Because 
if it is if it is some internalized racism and that he does or not internalized but racism that he doesn't realize is jumping out he might not he might not want to be that person you know he might not realize that that's where it's coming from and when he does he might be like fuck actually no but it's a fantasy that's the thing i feel like our logical brains don't have space in fantasies and that's why i think it's okay to have rape fantasies because what you're supposed to not want i'm supposed to not want to be raped i'm supposed to think mm. that's crazy but a fantasy is like i'm there's I'm sexually supp- like suppressing stuff. I want to see what it's like to be with this 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 white man or vice versa, and that's that's genuine. Whether it comes from a what we consider now a bad place, because racism was legal, right? So now it's not. Now we've decided that racism's a bad thing. So that paradigm's changed, but his feelings haven't. And like, where should a person like that go? What should happen to us when we suppress our sexual desires? I think we should all find people who are consenting. When we suppress our sexual desires, it ends badly. That's when I think people are very violent, um, physically violent and kill people. I think it's so much of it is sexual repression. True, true, true. But does all of sexual fantasies or desires have to be enacted out sexually? Thinking of the thinking of the really damaging or damaging and unhealthy ones. Give me an example. Sex with animals, sex with children. Like you can't sex that out and fix it or Yeah. So sex with okay, so sex with kitties, pedophilia. Right? Mm. Yeah. So that's, um, I think that's a medical condition. I want to, I do want to like be clear. So I'm going to Google while you guys are here. You might hear some tapping. I think it's a medical condition. Having sex with animals, I think that's something, that's um, bestiality. Bestiality. I, I know it's illegal. I don't know if it's considered a condition. Yeah. And again, morality changes across time. So having sex with, uh, I guess, so raping children, having sex with people who are underage was was nothing but a G-thang back in the day. That's true. Um, I'm sure having Still sex with now, animals... they keep changing the age. Oh, do they? Well, yeah, so it, the age was like 16, but now it's made 14, so that... In South Africa? Is, I don't know if it's... I don't remember where it was, I'm sorry. But it's... I think it might even be, but it's just so that kids that young can get help when they are raped. Or something like that. Or... I don't even remember. Oh. Yeah, That's I just remember... Not- Huh? Making sense. That darling. doesn't make any sense. Yeah, because it's a ra- it's rape. That would they could have. I mean, they could get help before that. No, they couldn't. Um, they couldn't in a certain way. What was it? Or, or if they if they had sex as kids, like consensually, but they still couldn't get like help, or they couldn't get um contraception, contraception, abortions. Okay, so we're trying things. to interface two laws that yeah. would put the kids in danger. Yes, oh, that's right. Okay. That means yeah, kids from 14 yeah. to 16 were completely unprotected. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, with with look with having sex with animals and having sex with kids, I can't comment on those. Um I I really want to read more and educate myself and understand society's morality because I do struggle with why something is is bad today and then not tomorrow mm-hmm. and then bad yesterday but not today. Um and who that marginalizes and why we need who um like law and order who that mm. protects and who that leaves out because yeah. the people who are left out often just end up shooting up schools and shooting the rest of us yeah. so i'm really curious about that i have nothing to say about that but let's talk about a sex between people of age consenting mm. okay yeah, um yeah. so do you still agree i think yeah hmm, i guess we've said what we've said really with that i don't know if there's more to say i do think if you if your fantasy is not being able to give consent then I think that should be played out because it's still within the, it's still within the, the framework of consent. Mm. Yeah, so you're not finding a random trucker and and then that's fine. Oh, okay, Cause, okay. Because consent was given that I won't give consent for what you're about to do to me. Like and you're just gonna do it. Yes, yes. Yeah, no, that's 
that's a, that's a, that's like isn't that like the beginning of or a part of is it BDSM where like now I'm tied up and who knows what you're gonna do? No, no BDSM. Um, it could be, it could be, but it's not it. Okay. BDSM is yeah. very very consent heavy. I think for and and oh, rape fantasies can be consent heavy. Yes. But I I thought you were saying you have to find consent sexy and I think some people just don't and that should be okay allowed. Okay. Within a consensual framework. Right, I understand. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I get yeah. it. Okay. Yeah, so the framework doesn't have to be sexy. Yeah. I got it. I got it. Let's dig into the jar, Kundra. Ruffle around and get us some goods. Oh, update on the friendship audit. So we did a friendship audit episode. Um, did you both resolve your tensions with your plan? And like, what is the outcome? Does this a, does someone write in asking for this? <laughs> I mean, like, who the hell is keeping tabs they did. on if we're living our lives well? Like, that's amazing. Yeah. It was for- Jacob. I could say his name. We love it. We love Jacob. Hey, Jacob. Oh my god, okay. Oh, thanks, Nico. I know, obsessed. I feel so hugged now. Best eyebrows. I actually couldn't. I know, do. best face. <laughs> Heart shape. Beautiful. Crying. Okay, you go. Yeah, no. Oh. Okay, um, yes, all my friendships are good. Yeah. Um, and the main, I was, I was telling a friend that all my friendships were falling apart around me, but I just didn't see them as it being a me problem. Mm-hmm. Thought everyone else was crazy. Yeah. Um, it all boiled down to vulnerability. Me not wanting to be vulnerable enough to say, it hurts me when you do this. I feel neglected in these ways. I don't enjoy when you do this. I'm not enjoying our friendship. Mm-hmm. I refused to be vulnerable. And so everything I went to shit. But now that I am vulnerable, it's much better. So all my friendships are, are on the up because I'm communicating. And I'm also trying to allow my friends to hold space for me. Mm. That's another vulnerability concern is um, because I've positioned myself as an agony aunt my whole life. It's very easy for me to not uh, let people hold space. And so I didn't realize that people needed to feel needed as part of friendship. Absolutely. I was just saying that to someone this morning. I was thanking them for like, we have a support group like the we, anyway, we've done like a meditation together and someone just brought a query to the group. And I just said, thank you so much for allowing us to be here for you. It feels so good, obviously, to learn from what you're going through, but to also be able to input in a meaningful way in your life. It mean it feels so good. It means so much. Mm. So well done, Mukundra, for finally not making it all about you. What about yours, bitch? Your friendships were scanty. <laughs> they were looking wild. <laughs> they were frayed at the edges. I know. Yeah, no, I've, I'm so grateful to all my friends. They have put up with my shit. Mm. What was wrong with you? What was wrong with you? <laughs> I'll say it again. Huh? What was going on? What was wrong with you? Um, Gen- oh, generally. I feel like you know the answer to that. I don't know. I actually don't. You don't? Oh. I can guess. Well, I think... You weren't uh, speaking. You weren't using your... You weren't... (laughs) I think your communication was bad. Whose life is this? I think the people pleasing, I'm guessing, mixed with just not communicating either your needs, your boundaries, your desires. Like not communicating. Mm. And that's why God nearly took away your throat, honey. You were were fighting for your life. I was fighting for my life. You were fighting for your life when you went to... um, Bitch. Couldn't even lip sync for my life. It was Couldn't lip sync for your life, honey. Yeah. And then thingy saved you. Yeah, my hypnotherapist. I know. I'm going to do a full-on proper review of that. Yes. Everybody needs to get everything fixed. Can you give us a summary? Can people just know... Oh, should I, can I just say, instead of trying to direct you to say specifically what I want? <laughs> Go. Nyak had insane allergies. She couldn't, could no longer exercise because she had no chest left. Um, she could no longer eat uh, nearly all types of fish, no gluten whatsoever. Um, some forms of meat were making her bloated. She went to one session. Um, I know she's going for more now. And almost immediately, meaning within the first week, those allergies were starting to go away. 
So um, always look at alternatives. Don't assume you can't afford Google and make sure. Mm. Um, Western medicine is your friend for trauma. Uh, but also, what do, you, what do you want to call these? Alternative medicines really work. Mm. They really, really do. So the difference is that um, Western medicine will stop the bleeding now, right? But the alternative yeah. medicine will go to the source um um, the metaphysical reason that things are manifesting and will help you tackle it from a different a different perspective so that once you tackle then say my my lack or my not being able to to speak up for myself mm. uh, once I tackle that there is no need for blockages in my throat again um, there's no need for my chest to be clogged up and mm. for me not to be able to breathe because now I'm expressing who I really am so a question then, Yak. Mm. Um, if I get shot in the face, yeah. should I go to a hypnotherapist? Oh, absolutely. What what they'll do is they'll talk you... Th- <laughs> Are you mad? Are you mental? Just to make it clear for people, <laughs> I don't want people to walk with like a prolapse, an anal prolapse, and be like, help me out. <laughs> it's like, no, that's for A&E. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 no. Um, okay, so... No, Mukunda. So Western's physical trauma. I would, 100%, I would never go to an alternative therapy for physical trauma. Okay. Um, at, in, initially. So I'd, def, I'd go get it fixed and healed and sealed with a Western doctor. And then, um, because, you know, me and my signs, then I would go to my reflexologist and be like, hey, listen. This anal prolapse I must bro- mean. <laughs> I broke my arm in three places, my left arm in three places. What does my left arm mean in my life? That's then then I go there. <laughs> Love it. Someone said they're trying to stay... They're trying to find motivation to be... Wait, I didn't answer Jacob. Jacob, my darling. What, what, what did Jacob ask? So, oh, yeah, sorry. yeah, I did. So my problem was my, my self-expression and expressing myself as I truly was with my friends. And I just chatted with all of them um, to varying degrees and expressed what I needed to. And all of us... It's amazing. So with all my friends, now we're making... We're all making concerted efforts to to communicate more, to actually ask how each other are doing, like to check in on each other, to see each other if we're in physical proximity um, and to just be more present in our relationships in the capacities that we can. So all of my friendships, they look different, but they're all on the rise um, and they're they're healing. And I'm so grateful to all of my friends for just for walking that with me, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Happy for you. Thank you. We love that for you. Um, so someone said they're trying to find motivation to stay positive and go on with life knowing that the world is dying. Okay, first I have to ask, if the alternative, if you are, if you let it depress you and drag you down and every day is shit and the world still dies, like what? <laughs> I, I mean, just be logical about it. I'm, I, and, and maybe it seems like heartless and everything, but... You you have two choices. One is shit and one is not. Why pick the shit choice? And why make picking the not shit choice a chore? Yeah. Who do you owe to be sad or to be conscious in inverted commas or to be um sensitive to the plight of the earth that it drags you down? Like, I think you can uphold both. You can pop your pussy and have, enjoy yourself. Mm. Pop your pussy and enjoy yourself. <laughs> you can pop your pussy and enjoy yourself. I literally had my back to the microphone just now. I don't know what's wrong with me. Um, Finish. You can pop your pussy and enjoy yourself and still recycle, even though it's not going to do anything because it's a policy level. It needs Mm. to be on a governmental level that things are fixed. But recycle. Do your thing. Do your bit. Um, It doesn't need to drag Mm, you down. This is your only life. Like, no one's going to come to you at the end of your life when you've been sad your whole life and apologize. No one is going to care. There's no consolation prize. There's no consolation. No, nada. Um... (laughs) (laughs) 
Not that you're going to hell, but we're all probably... No, 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 actually we're not. Speak for yourself and your people. Um, This person who wrote that was white. And I think this is the first time a lot of white people are experiencing guilt and experiencing um, existential dread. Their lives are actually in danger now. Nyak's laughing. What's the, what's the joke? I just feel so connected to all of the listeners now. Like, I feel like it's a more personal thing because we've had these yeah. Google Hangouts. Yeah. So, like, if it's one of the white people that I've met, like, yeah. I don't want to be laughing at them. And, like, now that they're sad. Okay, well, you've just fully laughed. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Um, because I know that you're white, it's okay to feel... It's okay. Um, I know it feels bad, but that's okay. A lot of us have felt bad for a long time and you really for want to die for feeling bad. We so thought don't... we were going to die out when we were colonized. <laughs> we thought we, no, first we thought we were going to die out when there were tribal wars. Then we thought we were going to die out when we were colonized. <laughs> then we thought we were going to die out when the colonizers left us and we all started eating each other. Now, <laughs> we, now there's the, this global warming. So part of the course. Um, yeah, I just think, don't worry. It, feeling, I know it feels bad, but you could feel much worse. There's even more sadness to come. So don't think you'll, you really won't die from this heartbreak. Um, and the best way, if you're very concerned about the environment, do your bit to feel good about yourself. So yeah, as Nyak said, recycle, just do all the things to make you feel good. Uh, and I think focus on intention over impact, mm. because if you really measure impact, it's nothing. So just focus on Correct. your intention. Uh, and Can I cut in and say, I recycle. Like I've gotten this house on a big recycling thing. This like, house? Sorry, it's just me and you. What are you trying to say? Bitch, do you know how hard it was to get you in line? To recycle? You'd mix paper with, with pasta, with everything. No, no anyway, I didn't want to do compost and stinking up this house. And I'm going to do compost. The no, minute that in your room. Fixed, we'll do it in your room. Do you You're see, not doing compost. But do you see what it? I mean? So, so I know even though I'm laughing and everything, exactly what Mukunda said is what I'm doing. I, I know that on an individual level, my impact is very, very small. But I do what I do believe overall mm-hmm. is that my intention is the strongest thing that I have and the vibe that I am putting out there, my, my energetic impulse that I'm putting into the world. And I can tap into that through recycling. When I don't recycle, I'm saying I don't give a fuck. But I do, actually. I love the planet. I love, I love what it's done for us. Um, and, and it's my way of, of just putting love out there. So, um, yeah, yeah. So even though I laugh, I do think it's important to d- do what you've got to do so that you feel good. And it's, it's then know that it's okay to feel good doing what you do. So don't get stuck in, in, in needing to feel or in feeling guilty, feeling sad, maybe almost because you feel like you might need to, mm. I don't know what it's like, you know, as a white person, you might then feel, maybe you feel responsibility, you know, for, for the white body. Um, but remember that at the end of the day, again, no, the president of the whites isn't going to come to you and say, thank you so much for suffering your whole life. So you have to find the joy in your life. And I, I do say, and I say this to everyone, you actually have to release the guilt and get on with your life. You know what I mean? You just have to. And it's an unpopular opinion. Well, yeah. Or well, maybe it's not, but I just think... It is unpopular. Yeah, like just do what you want. Yeah. Whatever race or gender you are. Whatever. Be an ally if you want to be an ally. Help us if you want to. Honestly, if you don't, then don't. Like, then don't don't honestly, live your life. Live it well. Have joy. And step into your privilege and do what you want to do. Yeah, because I, re- on a bigger level, that energy that you're putting into the into the ethos, into everything, by being the best you can and being happy and joyful, is so much more powerful than any political statement. But also more than that, I just think if you're really that guilty, there are very clear steps. Give me all of your money. <laughs> Look at reparations programs. If you're a man, it's true. Start punching and beating up your friends who rape all the time. Mm. Maybe even turn yourself in for how, like. 
there are so many clear direct steps mm. to comp to compensate the group you oppress. Yeah. So don't your guilt's not doing anything. And if anything, it's annoying your other friends who are men or white. You're being annoying. You know? It's that, annoying. That was yep. Yeah, so okay, stop. Um I love this one. So someone's what's on their mind is that someone's been given more work than they can finish in their work hours every single day and mm. it's all a scam. It is all a scam. Mm-hmm. Working is absolutely ridiculous. It makes no sense. Why give me more work than I can finish? Mm. Yeah. Agreed. So so if you can't be a piece of that scam, honey, consider your exit plan. Oh, no, no. I don't know. Ooh, I, ooh, I wouldn't agree with that. <laughs> I literally don't agree. Well, either, so either make peace with the scam or leave. Okay. Don't stay and complain about the scam. Well, why? What do you think that's... What do you think the... Why? Why do you think that would be an issue for them? To complain and stay somewhere, like be upset and because because then you will not have joy. So mm-hmm. I, I would say accept that it's a scam. I mean, you can complain on a light, like social, cute level, like ah, blah, 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 blah. But if it is eroding your core, mm. honey, no, do something. I'm just saying, do something about it. So if you need to stay in your job, stay in your job. But do something upstairs in your brain, man. Like ch- change the narrative so that you're not. You're not a dead fish at the end of, mm. you know, in the next five years. There's nothing left of you. You're cynical about the world. What's the point? Change the story. We've got to, we've got to stay on a planet that's heating up by, is it a degree? Oh, heating up consistently. We've got to, ch- I've got to change my story. I, this cannot be my death boat. I understand. I understand. But I disagree. I just will add that it is so important for us to know our range and our privilege levels. There's some people who hate their jobs but don't have anything really to offer to be a freelancer or the drive or the financial cushion and the privilege. Yeah. Who can't be their own bosses. They just yeah. don't have the range. Um, no one would work for them because they're annoying. Do you know what my problem with range is? I kept thinking that it's an internal thing, but it's everything. Whether it's your means outside. Every, it's it's okay. everything. Now be I honest with our range, yeah. Okay, I get it now. So... Yeah, there's a chance that you'll be disgruntled with your job, but you kind of have to stay there or in the same jobs because you don't have this what it takes. You don't have the resources or the ability to do anything else. <laughs> so we're saying the same thing. So having said all of well, that, what I'm saying is that make it a happy place. Oh, because that's in your brain. Okay, you, you were have... saying change. The, okay, you also said make it happy or change the situation. Yes. So and I'm you... saying, <laughs> I'm saying, or oh, don't change. Just know that hey, like this is this is it. Uh, because some people find there's a lot of comfort in complaining i've i've realized well, it's oh, not for us true but there's a lot of comfort in complaining there's a lot of group identity in complaining and not being happy um a lot of community in complaining and being unhappy um and a sense of self and an entitlement and a uh a, a righteousness to complaining to being like i'm in this position and i'm unhappy but i'm also not going to try change it and i'm also not going to give myself the range by upskilling or whatever i'm just going to stay and be upset there's a lot of identity in that in helplessness true however mm. it's not the way you just said it now there's no consciousness with it oh yeah 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 and and therefore it's not enjoyable when i enjoyed oh, mine yes, was yes. when i was like when I was very, very honest about, no, I'm complaining now. No, I, okay. now, now I'm enjoying feeling superior to white people. I've decided. Okay. So, and I had to go through that stage to be like, okay, I'm bored now. And now I'm in a better place than I was back then. But, and it wasn't my intention to transcend, but I'm glad I did. Now I'm glad I did in hindsight. So I think if you want to stay where you are, try being honest about where you are and that 
complaining is is you know it's comforting it's nice it's enjoyable it's fun just be honest like i just think honesty is the best yeah yeah, yeah. because i think also when you're not then it it the the side the quiet side effects that you don't realize are happening it eats away at you it makes you resentful it makes so you can complain and feel superior without all that resentfulness if you're honest about what you're doing you don't have to die inside that's true so it's a choice i agree with you i agree with you yeah and i think um I just do also know that we all have a role in life and some people are, some of us, um, and obviously we include everyone included, we're committed to suffering. It just depends for how long. So sometimes it's for a season, for a moment, for a lifetime. And so seasonally, I'm committed to suffering, much less now, but I have, I definitely, there are many ways I'm still committed to suffering. Mm. And there's some people, you know, who are just totally victim identity, yeah. fully committed to suffering. When they're definitely a like middle class meaning you have mobility in either direction. Yeah. You could do a little bit better or a little bit worse and you choose to stay the same. Yeah. If not get worse. Yeah. Should we do one more? Yeah, let's do one more. Do you want to do the jar or should we do this one here? I want a fun one. To close. Uh-huh. Because why not end on an existential spin? We've been talking about range <laughs> and ability and like if you're not doing it now, you'll never do it. I've been saying You've that. You've been talking about, yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you think you'll ever have more than what you have now? Oh yeah. Why do you what? think you will, and why, why, out of, let's say, uh, the stat I used, the 10 friends, why do you think it'll be you? Why do you think you'll be one of the 10 who yeah, elevates? This is the problem with your, your questionnaires. <laughs> they are so, like, the, the edges on them are so hard, and you frame them in such a way that is so unfair, and like, ah, that's not, ah. that's, <laughs> that's not the angle I was going for, so okay. it's not me compared to. But that's, but that's a genuine question. Why do you think you're special? Why do but, people think we're, why do we think we're special? You're asking me why I'm I special as opposed to my friends. Well, or opposed to 10 other niggas on the streets. <laughs> Have you seen me? Have you met me? No, because, because of what I, because of what I want, because okay. of how I look at the world, because of the magic that I see, mm-hmm. um, because, because I just know that there's more than this and that it's getting bigger because of how I feel inside. And I feel so expansive. Ah, I know the world must meet up to the world must meet up to that. Catch up, meet up. Anyway, it must match up to that. So that's why I know it's got to be bigger. It's got to be better because, you know, my dreams are bigger and I'm taking steps towards them. I can see how it's happening. And I've seen unexplicable, magical things happen in my life. Um, Allergies is one of them. Like hypnotherapy exists. And it was just like this, like, cool, you know, old Australian man, you know, that just... Of course he's Aussie. He's found the one Aussie. I found the one Aussie in Joburg. Obviously, we're best friends now. We are thick as thieves. (laughs) Love him to bits. Where's Um, he from in Australia? In Australia. Didn't even ask, did you? Didn't even ask. Um, no. Oh, ignorant. Not ignorant. Not all the same. Mukundo, I didn't want to make him feel like a foreigner. Yeah, I shouldn't wish which county. <laughs> hmm? And then what do I say? I just nodded with my yeah. big eyes. Wait, well, what about you? I mean, don't you think do you think your life is gonna stay like how it is now? But also track record. That that was the end of my, my answer. My True. life I've seen my life yeah. expand. So, so you have historical data. I have historical data. And you? Do you do you feel like this is it? This is it for you i'm one of the fortunate ones and that's very clear to me so you have range um okay range in terms of the privilege and the and the springboard i've had Mm -hmm. in terms of decisions that i didn't consciously make that i've you know found myself in and then in terms of and using all of that yeah i will almost always be able to foyer and pivot because i'm often always a very interesting person and contributor in any space I'm in because of a lot of decisions that came from my parents because of the decisions they made so I'm historically riding on a lot of good fortune Mm. on a lot of privilege um that I lean into Mm. 
So just in this example, I mean, with this accent alone, I am sooner can I can get into the door sooner than a lot of people in yeah. in, in Johannesburg yeah. when I don't have the qualifications. I'm still black, yeah. so definitely not sooner than a white person, but sooner than a lot of black people. So yeah. I know where I I I'm conscious of where my luck and my privilege are, privileges right. are, and I know how far they can carry me in certain spaces. Right, right. Um. So just from the very um physical practical standpoint, I it's very easy for me. Not very. I it's it's very it's a clear path of how I can get richer. Um, it is much harder. I can see why it's much harder for some people. And mm. I can also see why it's much easier for some of my friends. I love how your answers are so practical. And I was just talking about the magic. Magic. The magic. <laughs> I know. And Yaku's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw fairies. Yeah, I saw fairies. I'm going to do it. I mean, I believe, and, and that too. I believe I'm lucky, but it's also very clear to me. It's also just very interesting how luck tends to reach the rich. And people who have money. Uh, so I've noticed that too. Yeah. And I thank God I just slipped in at the middle yeah. class level. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. So I'm, that's not lost on me, but it's something, and I totally accept it. Mm. I am grateful. Mm. Yes. yes. Please. Thank you. Because I know I would not survive if I was not middle class. Yeah. I don't have the range, eh? No. I really don't have the range. So um, that's how I know. I just have a deep belief. Self-belief is huge as well, yeah. especially in black people. I have a, just a deep self-belief. And so being middle class, having all this stuff, plus self-belief, mm. it's a good mix. I'll be good. Mm. I think, yeah. That's how I know. Well, 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 girls and gays. That brings us to the end of a beautiful episode. <laughs> Rapid fire, random questions. Did you like it? Did you not? We may not take your suggestions on board. <laughs> That's a nice, that's a southern drawl. It's, it's an attempt at a southern drawl. Maybe some resident Can Americans. you do New Orleans, baby? New Orleans? No, I cannot. I don't even know what this is. Really? Yeah. Have you ever got paid for this accent? Keep I going. D- yes, I did. You, how much? I did. Was it like a low fee or high fee? It might have been in the region of like $20. That's good. For five already. For five, but that's millions. Yeah. I'm busy fucking fighting with this fucking eight dollars okay. across four days for eight dollars. Yeah. Alrighty. This was lovely. This was fun. Yeah. Oh Let us God. know what you think. Mm-hmm. And join our Facebook group where we'll have continue the conversation yes. there. Yes. Um and I will be more vocal on the Facebook group. Please just post memes. Like I just want some more memes. i I'm like Memes and titties, isn't that what you asked for? Oh yeah. If you want to put titties, that's fine too. It doesn't yeah. have to be your own. Yeah. Just like, and, oh my gosh, this oh is gosh. such a long closing. Um, our Google Hangouts. We have those. Oh my God. Pretty much once a week, I guess. They are um, so fun. They're so fun. So I think we'll talk some of the topics we talked about today. Uh, I'm interested in mediocrity. Maybe we'll do that next week. Yeah. But yes, please yes, join us. Let's talk about mediocrity with everyone. I need to understand. Am I the only one that feels like a superior bitch? I'm dead. <laughs> um, I do. We discuss and vote on the topics on Instagram. If you don't have Instagram, then on our Facebook group, please um, reach out to me and ask for the details or just follow to see when the details come up on Facebook. Mm. Uh, those are the two places where you'll find information on this. Yay! Yay, yay, yay! And on that lovely note. And on that friendly note. Thank you so much for engaging. Thank you for engaging. We really appreciate it. We love you. Bye, friends. Bye. Bye, girls and